In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza and Aileen Drexler I'm gonna make you girls a hump day treat in a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram just doing my workout Tuesday's arms and back but feels anything but in real life is butter a carb? yes this is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie from people who understand the struggle I am on the third day of my cleanse diet Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Aileen. I'm Sammy. And we're back. We're back. Oh my God, we're back. I'm Brian. so happy that I don't have to say the whole thing and I just get to chime in with an I'm Sammy. Yes. And I'm Aileen. And we're back for another episode of Dear DST. Sammy, what's going on? What's up? We were talking about something before, which I we found were just, ridiculous. Okay, we were just talking about Emrata and her docatot. And I was saying how I I get extremely jealous of babies who are in swaddles, docatots, those strollers that have sleeping bags. Like that's the how I want to be. <laughs> that's how I want, yeah. That's how I want to be getting around. That's I want to move in style. It's like the Pope mobile, but for a baby. Okay, so if we can get you a sleeping bag and attach it to like a uh, can we make an adult size stroller? And what is an adult size stroller? A car? <laughs> like a gurney? <laughs> like a <laughs> or like a um, what are they called when you push something? Like a, a wheelchair? Yeah, like a wagon. <laughs> and we'll put you into like line it. it with line it with like soft fur. Yeah, just so, yeah, furs or just a sleeping bag. And then I'll just wheel you around the city. I swear when I see babies like and their moms, I'm like, oh, you're so lucky. Stay this way forever. <laughs> I'm like Don't Billy Madison. Grow up. <laughs> yeah. Another thing we were talking about is like the ver I find the vernacular when new moms say they're going to meet their they can't wait to meet their baby. I'm like, all I can picture is like me, <laughs> like the mom standing in a glass conference room, like in succession. And she like greets a baby being brought to her on like <laughs> maybe like a, one of those chairs that you personalize, like the baby's brought in on the chair. Oh, you know what I mean? Those those couch things, like yeah. those giant armchairs people get. Right. So I picture that, and I picture the mom being like, "Hello, nice to meet you," and the I... baby sticks out its finger. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I or think... you stick out your finger, the baby sticks out the whole. <laughs> it's like ET. <laughs> Yeah. Hello, um, I can't wait to meet you. I think that it is – it makes sense to want to meet your baby. I think it's weird to like – for other people to be like, can't wait to meet your baby because you're not like meeting the baby. Like for no, a those mom – No, people are meeting the no, baby. No, no. You for, grew for, your baby. The, no, it doesn't make any sense. You're – like you are the ones who spent the time with the baby in the ba your body. You've never yeah, so like met them. you're just the baby. No, but you've never met them. You're not like, oh, you are now – I see I see you. I hear you. I acknowledge you. But you've you. been with them the whole time. So how can it be your meeting? Because you don't know what they look like. You don't know what they 
they sound like. You don't know what they feel like. You're meeting, you're experiencing them. But for somebody else to be like, hey, I'm meeting you and nice to meet you. How do you do? No, well, <laughs> that's, that's what I think is normal because <laughs> no, they have not. Weird. No, I but that's th- that that's that seems more sensible because like they that's are meeting your baby <laughs> as if they're meeting a new human. No, you that's why they're that's why they're called your baby. Si- that's why they're called sip and seize. You just see you're showing the baby. Oh my god! And the whereas, whole concept of a sip and see, I is, think that they're, they're, it's better than a baby shower because you're probably, all yeah. you're, all they're doing is just like you're looking at the baby and everybody's just drinking. Sounds great. You baby showers seem like I wouldn't do a baby shower. Well, I'm you're a superstitious Jew. You're Jewish, yes. But anyway, I um, think that a um, parent gets to meet. It really is meeting the baby because you're like, "Hello, I'm your mom. Nice to meet you." It's weird that you have to let them know in words. I think they know. They know exactly. But a sip and see. Okay, wait. Sip and sees feel weird to me because it's like <laughs> it's like a baby viewing. It's like an art gallery is opening, and the art ga- the art is your baby. That to me is exactly like you. Like you were saying, with a baby on a ladder. On display, on display. <laughs> All right, let's do some non-scale wins. Um, I haven't thought okay. about it in my non-scale win in a very long time. I have wrote down, like I have written down, like wins, but not necessarily like have anything to do with not the scale. It was more so to get me out of my like depression <laughs> during all wins that are that are not weight related are non-scale wins. I know, I know. It excludes know. everything but the scale. No, it includes everything about this. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But my win now is that I am back at work and I'm I feel clear-headed. I feel emotionally ready to kind of like get back and know what's going on because even like as a business owner during that time it was really hard for me to like deal with even to know what was going on because I was like I know, you know, everybody has handled Sammy Jana you guys have it like handled. There's not, nothing for me to worry about. I feel hashtag blessed for that. <laughs> um, but like now I feel like, oh, I can. I have the capacity to do more, like which is work again. And I'm here. And I'm excited. That's great. My non-scale win is that the company didn't founder, flounder. <laughs> the Titanic will founder. Um, in your <laughs> no, you're joking. Uh, no, I'm joking. I'm I'm joking. I trust myself enough I know, to run. I know. What I mean? No, totally. Um, no, I I it was good. No, we did. Um, we're doing great. It's no, it's, we're doing we're doing wonderfully. Yeah, it's just a testament to amazing you know, year. We can step in. Amazing year. Don't want to talk about how amazing because we don't. Knock on wood. Don't want to. Yeah, don't want to fuck. Amazing that year up. so far. <laughs> Yes. That's how you get around <laughs> so the jinx. Far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the jinx. Um, yeah, totally. That's a great non-scale win. I mean, returning to work, and I'm sure you could talk about this more on moms, like that could be a whole topic, is probably yeah. – I mean, it's maybe a little different for you, like being – no one can be like, you have to be here at this time. But I think the like identity shift – oh, we didn't even talk about that in the last episode. Can we talk about that now? I didn't answer question two. Yeah, I think it is very hard to come back from maternity leave. Like it's just – a big change. Well, yeah. So I'll be I'll probably I'll be talking about that in on Betcha's Moms mostly, especially we're gonna be talking about um the things that you thought were gonna be before having a baby and then like what they actually are like. Like things mm. that you plan for and things that didn't go as to plan too. Um so we're gonna talk about that. But what is your win, Samantha? My win's kind of silly, but um 
a win nonetheless. Silly. I, <laughs> silly is such a silly word. It, yeah, it is. I, it was an onomatopoeia or whatever. No, the thing that sounds like what it is. Whatever. I don't know. Um, no, that's not an onomatopoeia. That's not onomatopoeia. It's, it's a different word. Um, but I can't think of what it is right now. Anyway, useless info. But my silly non-scale win is that I have officially called all the main airlines that I fly on. And I have changed my name to Samantha oh. Sage on them. Don't laugh. It's so That's fucking more than I didn't every do that. time. Okay, every time I've booked a flight, I've since changing my name, I've had to book the flight under Samantha Fishbine and call and be like, actually, my name changed. I have changed the name on this flight. So instead of doing that for the rest of my life, I just called the airlines themselves and I changed the name on my account so that I could book flights under my new name. That's weird because I – oh, so you can use your like frequent, frequent flyer number. Yeah, but also they don't let you like – yeah, it is your frequent flyer. I've gone number. on plenty like, of flights already. No, it's your it's your frequent flyer number. They don't like attach it to your account. You know right. what I mean? As I haven't done flight. that. Okay, but that's so it's so fucking annoying because I finally just changed time, my name on my credit card. <laughs> I my name at Chase is still is still Samantha Fishbine, but every, most other places it's not. But yeah, so I feel like I saved myself a lot of future time because now I don't have to call the airline after every flight that I book to be like Actually, you need to change the name on this ticket. And <laughs> no, it is a pain in the ass. I hear. I have. Come on, it. imagine, imagine that's on your to do. No, list. I believe you. I believe. You know? Yeah. That, oh, no, please. Not that I've you had don't things, believe me. But, but that's like a I thing to, people. Be- yeah. Before I went, uh, came to work. My maybe this is my win. I had things on my to do list for like five months, and I did them all the week before I came. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, like it was great. Shit like that. Like, well, not everything. Just, like, it's not that hard. Thank yous. But you have to call someone. You have to do it. It's like sits on your list for a while. Mm-hmm. And that was on my list for a long time. And actually, it really wasn't. But in my, it, it, was was still, on, it was in the back of my head list. Like this It is felt a, like a burden. It felt like this is a thing that's out of order. So now we're in order. <laughs> so I did my to-do list is really the thing, is, mm-hmm. is that I did. That, that, that does feel good. That like annoying – Annoying shit that like your mom could do, you know. What what are they called? Like adulting tasks. Adulting tasks. Yeah, it's an adulting task. Yeah, totally. Like fucking like administrative work. Um, oh, it's so funny you call it administrative work because I also I say to Avi, I'm like today I'm doing I'm administering. Please leave me to administer. And I in like a day. I actually Sunday was administration day and like I'll do like I'll log like I'll do my finance meeting with myself. I'll you know tie up some loose ends like that, you know, if there's yeah. any shit Admin, like call about you know refunds, I mean? see the status refunds. of orders, yeah. Check to make sure you've got all your refunds. Like yes. that that kind of administrative work, like, yeah. Administrative work. Balance you your know. checkbook. <laughs> yeah, like send, you know, send out any gifts that are that are, you know, yes. like at odds, I, I sent out Jordana's gifts. She's not going to come after me. Catch up with your correspondence. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm saying. Like your correspondence that you let like float, anyone you need to check in on, mm-hmm. That's my that was my administration day. So I recommend administration days. Sundays <laughs> work well. You know. Sunday fun day. That's actually a funny one. It, uh, who, what type of person are you? Are you a Sunday fun day or are you a Sunday administrative girl? <laughs> Well, or you could be both because it could be fun for you to administer like <laughs> no. it is for me. Or maybe you start the morning off with your admin. 
text. I do I do like one of those a month and that like I start out being like dreading it and being like, ugh, I don't wanna like do that today. But then but then you get in it and you're like, I'm actually gonna do every single thing. Yes. Ever. Yes, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I know what you mean. I did yeah. the same thing. I didn't like do our, our finances like since July and I've been putting it off and every month I added another month to the to-do list, like do the budgets, do the budgets. And then I did them all. It took me a whole day. I did them all like last week and it felt great. Right. Love look watching my cash flow. You know, <laughs> like, and then I'll get like really into it. I'll be like, okay, well, if we analyze it from this, this perspective, it's like <laughs> I get like into it. Like, yeah. Let's do – a listener non-scale win, shall we? Yes. Okay. okay do I, I read it or do you want to read it? I can read it and you can read the Dear DST. Okay, fine. Okay. Dear Sam and Aileen, in October, I started struggling with depressed feelings. I went for a run one day and stopped in the middle of it. I just didn't want to run anymore. Oh, that's a metaphor for life. I was emotionally and physically exhausted. I started sleeping in, eating more comfort food, and skipping most of my workouts. This led to fast and significant weight gain. My clothes don't fit well, and I've even had a family member encourage me to get back into running. I have an hour blocked out on my calendar every morning for running. Same. <laughs> it, I always press snooze several times and skip the workout. Today, I listened to your episode with Serena Kerrigan and realized what I would say to my friend in this situation is, it's dark for 15 hours a day and you don't need to fucking run. You enjoyed it when it was sunny and 75, but now it's dark and 32 degrees, so why are you trying to make yourself do this? I realize I'm not a failure for sleeping more and walking the dog at a glacially slow pace in the <laughs> afternoon when it's light outside. Today, I deleted all of my early morning calendar events for running. I feel so much better about my day tomorrow. And I'm looking forward to getting some sleep and having some time outdoors in the afternoon. Best sunshine batch. That's great. Here's what I think is so great about it is because normally you'd be like, my win, just as equally a win could be, I put things on my calendar and I do, so that I yeah. will block time out of it. But in her case, all, all it was doing was, was causing like guilt. Guilt and disappointment every day that you see that you had it on your calendar and then you didn't do it. So clearly it was not getting you anywhere. It wasn't actually helping you to do the thing, to, to reach any goal. So you learn that that doesn't work for you. And you learn that like, you know, honestly, maybe you have some sort of like seasonal, you know, it's even if you don't have like quote unquote true seasonal affective disorder, it's very normal for people's moods to shift, even if not like a clinical amount, like over the seasons and to go through phases of like, I'm in a rut, I'm feeling really energized. And if you started struggling in October, like I think, you know, I don't know if you're going to see a therapist or or talk to somebody like, you know, maybe you, it's worth talking to somebody to see if this is like a phase, maybe there's something that caused it or like preceded it. And then, you know, you're still going through it, but maybe like, you know, a little better, maybe get a happy light. Maybe, talk to, you know, I think I think probably like if you're still struggling with this, it's amazing that you did this and like it might just not hurt to talk to someone and – Just to check you know, in. Just to check in exactly to see if like maybe there's something, there something else ignoring. going on. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this is a great win like feeling better about your day and feeling like your day is achievable. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. That's I think huge because there's so much – so much of like our feelings of failure exist in the space of like what we set out to do or like over overestimated our ability to do or like our desire. Yeah. And or the pressure like, you put on yourself for things that you that you should do versus what you can do or in that moment. Or want to do. So like mm -hmm. anything that's in that space above like what you want to do, I think can be like 
you know, that extra pressure and the bigger space that is like, it contributes to negative feelings about yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, that's great. Yeah. She took it off, maybe, and then she can put it back on on at her own, like on her own accord. Or maybe is that the right don't way? Put it, yeah, yeah. If or that's maybe something, don't put it every she thinks day. she used to run. Let's say she, right? Yeah, she used to like to run. So yeah. then she was like, mm, "It's not for me anymore." Then and now the calendar was dictating her. And now right. one day maybe like it'll be something else and she you, can dictate it. You also don't have to have something on every day or zero days. Like maybe True. maybe like one night you feel like I could do it in the morning or I have an extra hour in the middle of the day and I want to try this. You could just do it that day. You know, like you can put a calendar invite for that day. See how it goes. It doesn't have to be like every day or no or no days. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, let's do a Dear DST. Okay, I'm reading it. Dear Aileen and Sammy, first of all, thank you for helping me feel not alone every week in this journey. I have to remember how to read, guys. Every week in this journey of giving up the diet mindset and realizing all the things that mattered more than the size of my pants or the weight on the scale. Some days I literally hear your voices encourage me to fuck diets when the negative thoughts still creep in, so thank you. Anyway, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease when I was a teenager, and after years of flare-ups and not being able to get the disease under control, I have gone the last five years in complete remission with it. However, this year, a flare-up came out of nowhere, and it was pretty debilitating. Because of being sick, I lost a noticeable amount of weight. No idea how much because I threw that scale out a long time ago. Now that I'm getting back to being healthy and able to go out, I keep getting unsolicited comments and compliments about having lost weight. I feel uncomfortable calling these people out and telling them that I lost weight because I was in bed literally not able to eat, but I know that these people mean well. And I would be lying if I said that I didn't enjoy the compliments in a fucked up way. But I have noticed that I feel a lot more anxiety around food, not to mention that I still fear every time I eat and that I will be sick because of my autoimmune disease and a fear of gaining weight and people noticing. How do I stay committed to telling my ED to fuck itself and practice intuitive eating? And how do you respond to these types of comments? Should I come clean and tell people the truth or just keep quiet? Thank you for everything you do. Tummy trouble, bitch. Tummy trouble. Tummy's also a silly word. Oh, totally. <laughs> Tummy is such a silly word. Um, to- I agree with that completely. There's a lot to unpack here because Lots. there's like a real condition, not just like just I lost weight, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever. It depends on her comfort level, and I think from last week's episode, we we would probably approach this differently. It depends on her comfort level of letting people know that you have a condition. Like, if this were me, I would probably, if people gave me the com- the compliments, I'd probably be like, thanks. It's from, like, shitting my brains out for the past six months. No, I wouldn't literally say that. <laughs> I'd be like, thanks. Crohn's disease will do that to you. And then people – or something like – I don't know. I'm not going to – Something light exactly. and fluffy? No, I would just be like straight about it. I would probably just be like, yeah, I have a condition and it, you know, and then they'll probably be like, oh my God, are you okay? And it goes away from your body Mm -hmm. and like onto your health. And like, obviously there's people you wouldn't want to discuss that with, Mm -hmm. but some people you might feel okay doing that with. And like, I'm not saying like, I don't think you should like rebuff people and be like, be like, don't give me this comment. Like, <laughs> like I think I think that will make people more uncomfortable. And if you like explain why, if you're okay with explaining why, like otherwise you might just find yourself acting sort of weird or like, mm-hmm. you know, right. you could change the subject or you could just be like, thank you. You know? Yeah. But she's saying that's it. I, I think if I were in her position, I think it just depends on who is saying this, but I think I would have to f- figure out how to work on being at peace with it have, 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 having happened because then it wouldn't like be triggered necessarily every time somebody says something to me. Like I think this is clearly like in the back of her mind all the time, the way that she's saying that like now she's still like – she's still a lot of anxiety around food no matter what. 
because of her autoimmune disease. So I think I would try to figure out like how to be at peace with it have having happened because of her autoimmune disease, not because of like some something else. Because I think saying sometimes you don't want to get into it with people either. <laughs> you don't want to like you just want to be like thanks. It's also like people need to stop like commenting on people's weight. And like that really just kind of needs to stop unless you're like a good friend and you know like that they're trying or that's something that they, you know what I mean? Unless you know what headspace they're in, I feel like it's such an invasive comment. Um, What I find people say to me now, they'll be like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but you look a little, you look skinny or like, I mean, I'm like, yeah. Like I, I'm like factually, I don't think so. But thank you. Like, you, like or I don't really say I don't say that. But like, and I also haven't weighed myself, so I really just don't know. Like, I have a feeling people were just like surprised by how large I got, and they're now used to it, so it doesn't seem as heavy because I don't think my weight has actually gone down. I don't really know though. But I also think in this, in in her case, I think separating the anxiety around what the food will do to you because of your autoimmune disease versus like what it will do to you from like a weight standpoint is like, I think that's a really important thing to get in order. Like it's, I understand why you're nervous about what food will do to you because it can really like mess you up, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think like that's kind of like not healthy anxiety to have, but like kind of like it's protective in some way. I understand you've clear you've probably been through a lot. I know a few people who have Crohn's disease and it is not a joke. Really hard, yeah. It is really it really gets in the way of your life. And I understand why you'd be anxious about like having a flare up and then maybe having to spend like a week in the hospital or something. Like it it's it's not like an easy situation. Right. So she's like maybe- a lot there's a lot of things happening too. It's like she's she's yeah. dealing with that also not having like anxiety around food, but then also having her like she's saying her eating disorder to fuck itself and practice intuitive eating and also like the comments. There's a it's, lot. I think with the comments, I it's the it's easiest really, one yeah. to deal with. And it's just like setting your boundaries and saying like my boundary is in today is I don't really want to explain myself to anyone. So I'm just yeah. going to say, okay, and let it kind of like, yeah, like just bounce off my back. Other days, maybe your boundary is like, I don't, I don't want to have to like bounce it off my back because it's not – I'm feeling very porous. (laughs) So like maybe I'm going to say like, yeah, Crohn's will do that to you. I'm feeling a little bit more vulnerable. Like I think like just you just just set where that boundary is every day. In terms of telling your ED to fuck itself and practice intuitive eating though – um, I, okay, here's – I don't think I can give – I'm obviously not a clinician, but – I can't give advice about that because of that. Okay. I think that probably what hasn't – like perpetrated the Instagram version of intuitive eating is like the fact that some people cannot eat intuitively because of many reasons. And one of them is like a health condition. Like you can't just eat whatever you want without serious consequences. So like I think if you're not doing like the perfect traditional form of intuitive eating, like that is like a part – that's something to maybe like work out with a clinician also because like you you can't truly like embrace that without you – know, like it's it just doesn't really work because your consequences aren't just weight. It's like mm-hmm. causing more of a, an issue for yourself. So right. that's a good point. I would focus more on like the condition and like realizing that like your food decisions are not 
it happening in a vacuum. It's not like your classic case of intuitive eating or disordered eating. Um, and like maybe, maybe you're, maybe you're being a little hard on yourself with the intuitive eating because you're trying to like truly do it, but you're also guided by these like other factors. Right. So I, I think that gets lost. Like not everyone can eat intuitively. It's not the answer for everybody. Some people can't because of health conditions. Some people can't because of money. Some people can't because of access or time. If you're like a nurse in a hospital and you're working 12-hour shifts, you cannot mm-hmm. just sit down and like enjoy your meal. Like right. it's just not – It there's barriers to this. So figuring out like how to kind of like, you know, work on those barriers – like maybe with a professional is probably what I would recommend. I agree with that. I think it's really hard when there's like an actual condition that is in the mix. Because you're restricted. You are still restricted. You have to be restricted. There's not yeah. – it's not like you're just restricting yourself from – Right. For yeah. aesthetic purposes or something like that. Yeah. it's a, That's a very challenging situation to be in. Like – so give yourself some grace. You are doing ama- – you're doing amazing, sweetie, but yeah. really like you clearly are just for, like, yeah. you know, reading in between the lines of your email and with what you're dealing with, like you are re- – dealing with like any sort of condition that like puts you in the hospital and in that setting is so challenging and you're really doing amazing that you're even thinking about like this from a weight you know, a, a perspective. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, good luck. Let us know. Tommy Trouble Batch. Hope you yeah. go um, some more years without flare-ups and we'll think about you. Um, that is it for this episode of Dear DST. And send us your Dear DSTs and non-scale wins at DST at Betches.com. You can Send them via DM at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Follow us while you're at it at Diet Starts Tomorrow. Follow me at Aileen. Follow Sammy at Sammy. And we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Batches.